I'm a big fan of Mike Sullivan, the Penguins coach. His coaching acumen has been a big reason for the Penguins winning the last two Stanley Cups. Sullivan has his finger on the pulse of the team like no coach in the Penguins' recent history, and his feel for knowing just when to make in-game adjustments has served him very well. But he's got to be careful he doesn't get Dan Bilesma's disease. Bilesma's disease can take a winning coach and turn him to crap, and it can happen overnight. You all remember Dan Bilesma. He coached the Penguins to a Stanley Cup in 2009, and his ego immediately ballooned to the size of the proverbial Led Zeppelin. Bowsman started thinking that he was incapable of making a wrong decision. Over time, because of that, his decisions became less carefully considered and tempered by too much hubris. Tactically, he never had a plan B. It was just, get to our game. Ultimately, the Pens underachieved under Bowsman, and there were some epic meltdowns. Bowsman's disease. Mike Sullivan needs to be careful he doesn't get Bilesma's disease. And the first way to test that would be for him to really look at the Phil Kessel situation. Sure, training Kessel would make Sully's job easier, but would it make the team better? Does Kessel hurt the team or does Sullivan just not like him and the aggravation he brings? Answering those questions properly and acting accordingly would be a vaccine to not catch Bilesma's disease. Sick Again brought to you by 84 Lumber, helping you build the right way since 1956. You know, get to our game isn't a far cry from playing the game the right way. Not a far cry at all. Not hating, just saying. Now, some of you have questioned my veracity in my reporting that the Penguins are trying to trade Phil Kessel, and Kessel would be fine with that. Elliot Friedman, who, as we talked about, has his flaws as a reporter, he was on Canadian TV and said, well, I think that you have to be careful of, is when you say closer to becoming a reality, do they have a trading partner yet? Uh, This is Elliot Friedman on Kessel. I do think Mark's right on. I don't have any reason to doubt his reporting. He knows that organization really well. And I think there is truth to that. But I just think it's going to be kind of a complicated deal, unquote. And Elliot Friedman isn't always, but he is, in this case, right on the money. Uh, Getting back to the National Anthem stuff. uh, Colin Dunlap from the B Team, who's very good, uh, said, said today on Twitter, when you read on social media or hear on talk radio, People yammering, shut up and play, or show some respect about the anthem stuff. Stop lying to yourself. There's a racial component. It makes many uncomfortable when young black males band together for a cause. And uh, I add to that. There's also a racial component when people say, look at all the money they make. A lot of white folk are uncomfortable when young black males make a lot of money. 412-333-9930. is the number to call. DeMora Smith is the head of the NFL's Players Union. And that's the worst union in football, and he's an absolute muppet. Uh, 
but he said today, now that the NFL has a policy in place, there's no reason why Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed shouldn't get hired. Yo, I don't know about that. When Seattle talked to Kaepernick, he wouldn't promise them to stop taking a knee. So even if a team signed Kaepernick and put their policy in place, who's to say he wouldn't disobey? And, and once a team says to its players, as a condition of employment, you can't kneel, then you can't kneel, and that's that. Unless I really miss my guess, Kaepernick's career is over, and he's a hero for what he's done, but if he didn't understand the risk, then shame on him. On a lighter note about football, I, I like this. John Harbaugh, the Baltimore Ravens coach, the NFL's been tinkering with the kickoff and putting in a lot of rules to minimize collisions. Actually, the words minimize, grammar police. And Harbaugh said, well, what about this? What about if you put the kickoff through the goalpost? It's one point. That's not ridiculous. It would certainly make the kickoff interesting. And instead of just watching another touchback go out of the end zone, you'd be looking to see if it's a point. And obviously would eliminate the contact. It's not a terrible idea. And you always want more points. Any sport should, at least. You always want more points. Let's go to Christina in the car. Christina, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Um, hi. I just wanted to say that all the people who are genuinely upset about this, and, you know, claiming that this is um, a stop on veterans and, uh, you know, a big stain on America, they need to really take a look at themselves and understand why are they upset. Because this has, as they continue to do, this has nothing to do with the veterans. Veterans have come out and said it had nothing to do with it. Colin Kaepernick has come out and said that. The fact of the matter is, it has nothing to do with that. He is fighting for the social inequality and the social injustice. Yeah, that I know that. What's your point? Every day. For the people, who, and it's the same people who are saying this, the same people that voted in a president. Ah, you're boring me. You're boring me. Goodbye. The- you're boring me. You just said something that we all knew, or everybody should know, and then went off on this screed about the last election. When politics tie into sports... I'll talk politics. But uh, the last election had nothing to do with this anthem thing. Let's go to Steve in Westview. Steve, you're on with Double M. Steve, you there? Okay, we lost Steve. Steve, are you there? Yes. Okay, we'll go then. Uh, I just want to say that the new role, I think, is stupid because it's it's basically putting a target on the back of the players who stay in the locker room. To just, what, the anthem policy, which isn't a policy? Yes, yes. Yes, it is creating a situation where if players stay in the locker room, they will be identified and vilified, but not get the benefit of the platform, which is TV and the crowd, for their protest. And uh, second point, you said rich, old, white guys. Right. Half the, half the NFL owners are Jewish. So how does that? Yeah, make they're white. Old white guy. That's that's white. No, it's not. It's an ethnic distinction they've made. No, no, it's not. It's a religious distinction. No, it's ethnic. No, it's it's religious, Mister Garbles. But thank you for the call. Let's go to Jack in the car. Jack, hey, sir. you're on with Mark. How you doing, Mark? Terrific. I just uh, I just wanted to talk about the whole Phil Kessel trading situation. Um, 
my friends just don't believe me at all when I keep bringing it up, saying like, "Hey, if the Penguins have a legitimate offer, they might they might let it they might fire on it with Phil Kessel." Well, now they're they're uh, looking I'll, to trade him, and Phil wouldn't mind it. Uh, but you have to get a trade partner, and uh, Phil can can veto eight teams. He can turn in a list of eight teams that he. Uh, pardon me, I have that backwards. Phil has to submit a list of eight teams he would be traded to. He'd be willing to go to, but he might be more liberal than that if, if again, he really uh, wouldn't mind going. You know where Phil kind of blew it, in, in my opinion? When Phil was playing hurt at the end of the year, he should have got out of the lineup. He should have said, the heck with the streak. I'm going to try to get to myself, get myself at least close to 100% for the playoffs. Because he didn't do anything in the playoffs. Just didn't. I had people say, well, don't you admire him for playing hurt? Well, it depends what the motivation for playing hurt might be. In this case, it was to preserve the streak, not to, you know, go out there and do your best for the team. They needed Phil to go out there and do his best with a little more health in the playoffs. Up next, he's in studio. He's the king of old school. I understand the NFL consulted with him about the new anthem policy. It's John Steigerwald here on 1059. I'm joined now in studio by the king of old school, the 40-year broadcasting veteran and author of two very well-received books. He is John Steigerwald. John, what's your take on the NFL's <laughs> new anthem policy? Because I don't think it's a policy. I think it's a cop-out. Well, I could give you – we could do an hour and a half on it, or I could give you five seconds. Go ahead. Either sing the song, sing the song and everybody stands, or don't sing the song. One right. or the other. It's simple, that's simple. Make a decisive move. One or the other. And have some guts – and and tell that took me five seconds. Sing the song and stand, or don't sing. The whole purpose of the song is is everybody knows why you do the national anthem. They before they say it at the Penguin games, they say, "Ladies and gentlemen, to honor the country, gentlemen, remove your hat." Everybody knows why they're doing. It. If you don't agree with that, that's fine. You, if you're in the stands, you can sit down. Nobody's going to make you stand up. But if you work for me and I'm paying you six hundred thousand dollars to hold a clipboard today. You're standing, or you're not on my team. That's the way it's going to be. But that needs to be policy. That's right, and, and that takes it's been a gray area. So, so this far. is what they've done now. All they've done is created all kinds of scenarios where half the people want to come out of the locker room, half want to stay in. They get in a fist fight in the locker room because somebody tries to go out the door to stand there with another. I mean, just all you have to do is stop playing the song or say everybody stands. How hard? By the way, I saw. I saw. Ready? Make, make it clear, crystal clear. Do you know that in 1996? That's a long time ago now. Over 20 years ago. The NBA, which uh, what's this coach's name? Kerr, uh, Steve uh, Kerr. Yeah, he he made a, he, he started he trashed the uh, the NFL the other day. He, he works in a league. But the NBA has, has a policy where you have that, to stand for the national anthem. Right, and in 1996, I forget the guy's name. Mahmoud Abdul Ralph. Yes, he got suspended. And, and cost them $32,000 a game. And they, and they said, you're suspended. Before you know it, no problem. Right, ended. And that's been for 22 years. Nobody else did it. It's, you know what's, a, you know what's a, it's a different time now, but had they done that well, right of, away. A lot of social justice. Right away. you got to do it right away. Right. A lot of social justice issues have come up between uh, 1996 and now. And for some reason, nobody has felt strongly enough to kneel to do it. You know why? Because it was going to cost them whatever their game check was, and they're not going to do it. Now, why do we just have to honor the country? After the taxes you and I have paid, shouldn't the country honor us? Well, they, I, you, you, can, you can be anti-patriotic, patriotic, whatever you want. That's I'm anti-forced patriotic. That's fine. Okay, but nobody... that. You, I'm, I'm paying you six hundred thousand dollars to hold a clipboard today for one day. That's one no, no, day's no, work. No, point, point, I'm point. forcing you to be patriotic. If you don't like it, don't work for me. No, just, just to stand. There's, there's, yeah, stand up. You don't have to be patriotic. The two aren't mutually inclusive. Yeah, yeah. you're going to stand up. Now, what will the Steelers' policy be, and what should oh, it be? Boy. And will thing. there be any dissent within that dressing room? Because I can't believe that not a single guy wants to take a knee. 
But the way you hear Ramon Foster talk, it might be that none of them will. Right. I don't think they Give will. A chance. I don't think they will. Um, I think some of that has to do with respect for the Rooney family, starting with these guys all knew Dan Rooney. Right. And I don't know. I, about, I don't know how they feel about Art, but I know that I would. They know guess, he's Dan's kid. Yeah, and I think that I think that Dan and you know before him Art, they they just they were well liked guys, and and they just didn't want to piss off the boss. They they they, they liked them. They liked right. them as a person, not just. They as thought a boss. that would be a betrayal of the employer. Right. And and he was nice to them, and they liked him, and 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 his the way Art Rooney treated players paid off for him in that way. And same with Dan. They liked him. They they trusted him. So whatever he would have said, they would have said, okay, this is what this is what Dan wants. We'll do it, and we're not going to cause trouble. But if you ask me what the policy should be now, it's very simple. Uh, if it was my policy, I would say, I don't care who you are. I don't care uh, what the league policy is. You're standing. And and if you don't, you're not playing the next game. That's what's well, going to happen. It, it, again, I don't care if you're Ben Roethlisberger or the 53rd guy on the roster. You're not playing. It, it, it has to be definite. Yep. Okay, my two alternatives were you either on the sideline and everybody's there and everybody stands, or everybody stays in the locker room. Right. One or the other. Yeah. No, I don't see. But, but if everybody stays in the locker room, then then it, to me that's not part. That's not the option for me. If you're asking me, it's everybody stands or you don't play the song. The players are because as soon as you put them in the locker room, as I said, now there's a stigma on uh, the entire team. But and the now, entire team could absorb it. Whereas if guys can opt to stay in the locker room, they're going to be attached with the same. Uh, stigma as guys who kneel without getting the platform for their. Oh no, no, I know. If you're gonna, I agree with you. If you're gonna do the locker room, it's got to be everybody. The whole team has yeah. to do whatever yeah. is decided. And there I can't wouldn't be do any that. Options, and I don't care who's an army ranger or right. whatever. I wouldn't. It, it do shouldn't that. matter. No, I wouldn't do that because it put because of it, it's. I just wouldn't do it. I, we're playing the song, and you stand on the sideline, or or you know what? You just have the guts to say the whole idea of the national anthem has been ruined by a guy who decided to kneel. Two years ago, and we are too weak to stand up to that, so we're well, not playing or, the song or, anymore. Or maybe he exposed some social injustice. That's not. I don't care. I don't want him doing that at my game. Do you know what? It's not your game. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, it's my game. If I, I own the team. If I own oh, the no, team. If you my... own the team, yeah. yeah. As a fan, it's not. No, your I game. don't care about it. I'm talking about no, if I own the right. team. You're right. The money has the decision to make, but the money refuses. You know to what? Make if it. he my, would anybody be saying this guy would be playing in the NFL? He'd be at somebody's OTAs right now. If he had been marching in front of a police station with signs talking about whatever social injustice he, he sees, he would have a job today. And, and, and he's never getting a job now because he's the guy responsible for this absolute total fiasco that's made the league look like idiots. He's responsible for it. Are you bringing him into your team now? No, I wouldn't. No. Can you imagine anybody being stupid no, enough to hire him? That wouldn't be what's best for business. We're no. talking to John Steigerwald. He's brought to you by Matt Mertz, Plum and Cunt, on a name you can trust. Uh, staying with the Steelers, there's this tendency to think, in fact, there was a headline in the paper today, that the Steelers are pros, they know how to handle it. But Dan Rooney is gone, and not only did that influence that meeting this week, Dan Rooney would have never let a decision be made at that meeting of the owners that was so farcical. And it definitely impacts the Steelers that he's not here, as evidenced by how they mangled what happened at Chicago last year. Staggy, they absolutely mangled that. Yep. That could not possibly have gone any worse. They tried, and again, it's I, I, as much as you, you can, you can. I know you, you've been trashing Villanueva, and he, he's very much to blame. But the refusal of the league to just stand up and say everybody stands caused them to go in the locker room, and then Villanueva to come out and must have be talking about it right now. If they all would have been told, I don't care what Colin Kaepernick said, but I don't they, care what he did, did you stand. But, uh, but they did all agree to do one thing, and Villanueva right. did well, another. No question. No question. I'm not denying that. But they shouldn't. it shouldn't have been left up to them. 
The well, player should have said. No, no, no. I, like, like the you're right. The owner should have said, you're standing on the sideline. That's and the if I were the NFL, I'd just make a decision, a legit policy. You know, any definite option. Because let's say you offend the left or offend the right. You know, whoever's delicate sensibilities. If you lose 25% of your audience, which That's wouldn't happen. But if you did, you're still making billions. I know you got the networks and sponsors to deal with, but you got to have backbone and balls. Right. And you, but again, uh, I don't want to lose one percent because because you decided. Well, well, that ship sailed. Yeah. Okay. But I'm I'm I'm. This guy was being paid six hundred thousand dollars to we, hold we, a we, clipboard. We, That's we, I tell you what to do that day. You're doing what I tell you to do. You're my, I'm your boss. Why isn't this a problem in any other sports league? Just the NFL. Well, it's not in the NBA because I took. But 20 years ago, they suspended a guy right. and it cost him money. All of a sudden, his his. But it's not in baseball, not in hockey. No. I mean, why not? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, there's a racial component in hockey. There's no yeah. point, you know, right. and like denying that. Yeah. Well, nobody's tried to kneel in hockey yet. I don't know why. I mean, they have people. Was, no is, place to kneel. Right. Is Evgeny Malkin going to come out and kneel? He's from Russia. What's he, you know, what's he going to protest on that? The, the, the U.S. and. Because media is treating Putin unfairly. Yeah. yeah. Gino uh, take knee. Right. Uh, if the Steelers did take a knee, a Steeler. Hmm? Or stay in the locker room during the anthem. I'm just saying what if. Right. What would the reaction be here? By the fans? Yes. Fans would not like it, and he would become a – I'm not going to say that it's never going to be 100%. There would be some people who would support him. Uh, I think he'd get more – obviously he'd get more support from the black fans you, than he would sure, from the white. So it's a black guy. you think he'd be a pariah? Oh, absolutely. You sure about that? I think so. Let, yeah. me, let, me, let me give you two examples that, okay. that indicate that there's at least a question about that. James Harrison beat his wife – he was embraced even more after that, and Mike Vick murdered dogs, and you know there was like five people protesting outside right, Steeler right. headquarters, and it blew over literally in twenty four hours. That's a good point, but um, you know, I, I think being a Steeler gets you a free pass for an awful lot. Yeah, I'm not I, sure. I'm not sure it would be the case here, but it helped in past precedent. I hate to say it, but I think that people would be much more upset with him kneeling uh, during the national anthem than beating up his wife. That's I'm just. You know, sorry, but that may, that may not be make a lot of sense. But if you're asking me what the average Steeler fan no, no, would, I, I, wouldn't I, you I, agree with that? I think you're right, absolutely. Yeah. Now, the Jets CEO says he doesn't mind paying the fine if players kneel because, of course, teams will be fined and, and not players. Doesn't that blow up the policy right there? Just, as soon as the Jets CEO again, said that, I said the policy just doesn't exist now. That's what I mean, Mark. It's, it, 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 it's so simple. You either If you're going to go through all that, why doesn't the Jets owner just say, you know what, uh, I don't want to deal with these fines. I'm not gonna, we're not playing the anthem this year. You know, I, I, like, I love America. Uh, I love the NFL. I even like to sing the national anthem in the shower. But I hate what's <laughs> going on. I'm not playing the anthem this I, year. I sing whole lot of love. Yeah, well, I maybe sing, they should maybe I they should the Canadian national. Maybe anthem. they should play whole lot of love. You know what I'm saying? If, if if he feels that way, why doesn't he have the balls to just say, "Hey, I don't care what the NFL says. No more anthem in our games because I don't want to have my players be fined for not standing up for it." How long until this goes away? And and I, and I find myself thinking maybe they should have done nothing instead of starting the news cycle all over again. I think every time you start the news cycle all over again, you invite Trump in. And you invite everybody trying to just, you know, get on yeah. TV, too. You mean uh, they should have done nothing when, when Kaepernick... No, no, right now. Time? Right now. Just let things go. Because I think the kneeling was starting to become part of the scenery. Yeah. You know, I think people are starting to notice it less and less. 
well, I will say this. I think doing nothing would have been better than what they did. They yes. made it worse that, by doing what, what they I mean. did. Yeah, doing nothing. I, I don't think they should have done nothing. I think they should have said, my policy, here's your choice. Stand on the sidelines or play the song. If we play the song... If I, the owner of the team, who's paying you guys millions of dollars right, to show well, no. up, make the decision to play the song, you're standing. Now, now, That's how it's going to be. Should, now, should the Steelers involve the players in forming the policy, and should the NFL have involved the union in whatever that was they decided this week? Well, if... If I'm the owner and I and I have uh, I've signed on to a working agreement and it says I have to do that I have to do that. But if it doesn't, well, no, no, the way they did it with finding the teams now, if yeah. somebody kneels, they they they, they scooted around the uh, CBA. Okay, well then, it, but but I, I just think it was such a bad PR move. I think it's a bad PR move, especially in this climate when a bunch of rich white guys are making decisions for black guys without even consulting the black guys. Well, the rich white guys own the team. You know what? There are a lot of rich black guys no, out there. Buy a team. No no question, but, but, but you know, if, if you don't see the need to play the PR game now, you're going to lose at a lot of levels and not oh, just PR. The, the whole thing is, is you, you, there's, whatever you do is going to piss somebody off. It's, 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 it's the, the, it's the cat is so far out of the bag or whatever. What is that the, is that the expression? The, the horse out of the barn, maybe? Whatever, something like that. Well, they've let the, I don't know, whatever it is, they, it's happened and they can't, and, and <laughs> you can't put it back in. It's, it's done. And, and it all comes down to them having no guts. To just, uh, you're the boss. You tell your workers what to do. You're paying them a good wage. If they don't like it. They can quit. They can go on strike. How about going on strike? How about this? I figured this out. If you got a time, this one. Give me one second here. Go ahead. I, I figured it out. I, uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick made six hundred thousand dollars a day. A day. Okay. Right. A game. That's his yeah, game. A check. game. Yeah. yeah. So if he takes one percent of that, one percent of that. Okay. And each player on the one, not even one percent of that. One percent of the average uh, salary is two point five million. Comes to fifteen hundred dollars a player. If 30 players do that on, or 20 players do that on each team, that's $30,000. If every player can find 20 guys to give 1% of their salary, that's a million dollars a game. Buy some ads, okay? You can buy three nice big ads not on a national the same game. Impact. I, I don't know. A, a, no, not a the commercial same impact. where you, where, well, uh, maybe it actually is a more intelligent it, impact where you get to, to, no. to explain your, your message. What, what, I mean, the, pigs on his socks no doesn't matter, work that well, good. Well, the pigs on the socks was an ill advised move, yeah. as I said from the get go, but, but, y- Whatever Kaepernick was looking to accomplish, it's worked. No, I don't and, know. And, and, you and, mean it's focused on the, his his on cause. his causes, right? And he's given millions of his own money to those causes too. I mean, I got to be honest. I would not have done what the guy did, but I can't fault his execution of it very much. Uh, if, yeah, I mean, I can fault. It depends except on what the pigs his, on the socks. Yeah, exa- except what his ultimate goal. If his ultimate goal was to never play in the NFL again, he it worked out well for him. But I mean, if he if if if, if he's trying to help people and, yeah. and loses that, and, can and then, accept there, that, then to good me, for the him. jury's out on whether he helped anybody. Just because he did it doesn't necessarily mean anybody. Well, was Put, he's it. put millions and millions into it. So. It doesn't necessarily depends on where the millions went and what's being done with it. I'm not sure. You know, I'd like, I need to see how much he's helped Come on, anybody. You got to give him credit for trying. I do, except that he gave. Uh, I forget how much he gave to a, a woman who's conv- a convicted cop killer living in Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland, Cuba. There's a mil- one of one of some of the money went to a convicted cop killer. So uh, I, I, I'm, these, I'm weren't, these, weren't, these weren't the cops who tased no, the, no, the rookie in no. Milwaukee for parking in no, the wrong spot. No, it was are a they? cop. No, it was a cop killed. It was a 25 years ago. It happened. I, I don't remember the details. But Being a cop's a dangerous job, Staggy. Yeah, yeah. So let's give money to people who kill them. Didn't say that. Well, that's but what it, he did. It's a dangerous job. That's what he did. And that's so. So I'm not. I'd have to see where the money went. You know, where, who, what are these organizations doing? How many? How many of them are run by people who are putting the money in their pocket? How much? I, I give him credit for giving the money. 
if assuming that he was smart about who he gave it to. But I, I I'm, not, I I assumed, I'm not necessarily ready to do that. I he investigated his choices considering it was his money. Uh, on, on a lighter note. Yes. Uh, the Penguins apparently are in the market to trade Phil Kessel, and he would not be unhappy with that. Uh, what's your take on that? I don't. Um, well, I I am very entertained by Phil Kessel's play. I like I liked watching him a right. lot this year, and I I think they won two cups out of three years he was here. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think he's a pretty good player for them to have. No question. What are they going to get for him? Not that, much because yeah. his, his tickets, now everybody knows they're his desperate. Ticket, his ticket six point two million per year is not onerous. You know, because the Leafs still have to yeah. pay one point eight per year. Yeah. But he signed through twenty twenty two. Yeah. That's a pretty long time moving forward. Yeah. And I. Um, uh, he's tradable, but I'm not sure you'd get a ton back for him. Do we know for sure that he was he should have benched himself, but didn't because because of the streak? Well, we, we don't if that's that, the case, the coach should bench him anyway. We don't know that for sure because Rutherford said one thing, Sullivan said the other, and Phil didn't talk at all. See, that, to me again, it comes down to authority. I'm the coach. You're not playing well. Sit down. I don't care yeah, about yeah, your streak. Yeah, but, Sit down. But, but here's here's the thing. You're right in theory. If he would have scratched Phil, because Phil wanted to keep that consecutive game streak going. Yeah, we want to win the game. It, it doesn't matter to Phil. Well, then he sits down, and I don't. I, I don't. What what matters to him doesn't matter to me. And then he gets the boo boo face, and you lose him. Good, get out of here. He's already going. They're going to trade him now. You already lost him. He's sitting on the bench. It was a better bet to try it the way they did. I I understand. No, I don't know how badly he was hurt, and and I don't either. Yeah, so I mean, because no one will tell us. Yeah, right, right, but. Again, I, I like to see, I like a coach who takes charge and says, "Listen, uh, Phil, I got a question for you. How you feeling? Oh, well, I don't feel that good, but I have this streak. I don't care about your streak. Sit down and play somebody else until I see that yeah, I don't I'm know, playing the best guy." I don't know many coaches that would have done that in, in today's climate. Well, uh, I have a problem with that. Then I yeah, know, well, you know, I, that, but that's, that's but but that's a different problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's John Steigle, the king of old school. Good stuff. I'm Mark Madden, 105.90X. I just did a quick Google. Uh, that story that Kaepernick gave money. To somebody in Cuba accused of killing a cop. Uh, that was by some quasi part time guy at Fox News who also said Kaepernick was funding terrorist organizations and had zero proof in either case. So I think Kaepernick has done this country a service. And if you don't think so, well, okay, but, but, but I do. 412 uh, is the number to call. The Pirates are in St. Louis. Joe Musgrove finally makes his first start. Huzzah. The Pirates now play three against St. Louis and three against the Cubs. Excuse me, the game's at home tonight, not in St. Louis. Those six games I just mentioned are at PNC Park. Then four at St. Louis. Three at home against L.A., three at the Cubs, and then three at Arizona. How close will the Pirates be to first place after those games? Will they still be over five hundred after that running games against good teams? Will Kingham be in Pittsburgh or in AAA? Will Meadows be in Pittsburgh or in AAA? Will Polanco still be hitting 218 or will he be doing even worse? Will Nova's ERA be over or under five? Like sands through the hourglass, so go the days of our lives. Uh, got a got a bitch about something I heard this morning on Sirius. Howard Stern said something amazing this morning. He was interviewing Gwyneth Paltrow, the actress who was sexually harassed by Harvey Weinstein, the movie mogul. She said, Weinstein, uh, excuse me, Stern, Howard Stern said, Weinstein is a sexual predator because he's obese and feels he has to consume everything. That's right. He said, Harvey Weinstein is a sexual predator because he's fat, a rapist because he's fat. Stern used to bash everybody. 
Now he's as soft as baby excrement. He does everything to please his trophy wife with all the social causes. He crawls up the ass of every celebrity possible and then lays down to take a nap. But he still viciously kills fat people. Because he can. Because fat people can still be made fun of. If fat people don't like it, we're told, well, you are fat, lose weight, fat ass. Howard's a good long-form interviewer, the best. Otherwise, he is so bad now, unspeakably bad. But he still makes millions because he's retained his audience despite being bad. And might I add, let's hope that trend continues at every level of radio. Uh, but Howard Stern commiserated with Paltrow about the exploitation of women. Rings kind of hollow considering how Howard Stern has exploited women. Or maybe he doesn't remember throwing cold cuts at the ass of a naked teenage girl. Maybe he doesn't remember it. Howard's become everything he used to make fun of. If you're still his fan, and I am kind of, I still listen, but you know what I do? I have a rule with Howard. Every time he castigates someone for being fat, I switch the station, which means I don't have to wait very long to switch the station. Oh, uh, here's some good news, though, in entertainment. The Kevin James sitcom got canceled. Kevin can wait. That's a big boost for creativity. Kevin James is one of those guys who never was funny or talented, and he just keeps getting recycled. That said, it's good to see a fat guy get a break. Let's go to Vincent Carnegie. Vince, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. How are you doing tonight? Terrific. I just wanted to say something about, you know, talking about Phil Kessel staying in there for the streak. If he's not playing, though, who would they have brought in since they obviously didn't feel about good about anybody in, coming in up in the regular season the what's the difference i mean they were they i know mathematically they waited till late in the season to make the playoffs but they right. they knew they were going to make the playoffs so what's the difference late in the season i'm talking regular season in the playoffs right. it's all hands on deck you play if you're hurt right no i get that i'm just thinking if they were so adamant about you know still sitting down who would they have brought in since they were so well, They obviously weren't adamant about Phil sitting down because he never sat down. Right. Don't but get I'm me wrong. Saying. This is on the coach, too. Yeah, yeah. Phil it's should have Phil should have acknowledged he was hurt and ended the mm -hmm. streak, but the coach should yeah. have put more pressure on him to do so. You're absolutely right. And I thought Sully had had a good relationship with Phil all season, but uh, like I mm -hmm. said, and I'll say it again, no coach is going to like Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel is never going to like a coach. Let's go to uh, Aaron in Mount Washington. Aaron, you're on with the super genius. Salute, Senor Marco. Salute. How, if the, if the NFL has the contract with all, with the TV, why can't they just prevent them from putting this stuff on TV instead of just, you know. They could, and I'm surprised it. they haven't, but uh, that would still end up like on TV, you know, with the, uh, with camera phones or whatever, and we would know exactly who knelt or who stayed in the locker room. Uh, taking it off TV would be a Band-Aid on a shotgun wound. Uh, it wouldn't help nearly as much as you might think. Very good. Thank you. Let's go to the Swabby in Dormont. Swabby, you're on with Double M. How you doing, Mark? Good. Uh, just listen to your show like I always do, and uh, you know uh, from the olden days I've been in the military and served and still am for of course. 20 years. And it's just... 
I think it's comical when I hear these people that call in and speak for the troops all the time. You know what? I've been to a lot of different countries and a lot of bad places and and some really good places. And I, the whole point of why we fight is is to protect our freedoms. And this is a freedom that uh, we all have the right to protest or whatever. And I just I don't understand. It's it's made political and it's coals being thrown on or gasoline's been thrown on the fire by politicians. It's just ridiculous. And especially by Trump. Trump's the guy who has kept this burning so bright. Yes, I can't say that as much, but I agree with because that. Because the, the owners are scared to death of him. I don't know why they are. I, I think the NFL might be as powerful as the president, but not when they back down. I guess we'll never know now. Right, and I just it's just so funny to me where uh, it, it, when other people speak for the troops, and, and you know what? It's the people's right. That's what we fought for. And uh, you can show your patriotism other ways. And most of the time, the people that that have the flag on and, and do all this are the ones that have maybe have a bone spur in their leg and didn't actually serve in the military. So <laughs> I kinda, 4F, right? I kinda, no, no, no. Let me tell you. There was a guy who called yesterday that said he was a veteran that you know took the kneelers to task. Who knows if he really was, but let's say he was telling the truth about being a veteran. He's the first veteran I've ever heard personally take exception to the kneelers. Right. And the other thing is is that it's comical, too, when I hear, obviously, a bunch of white guys call in, and they always speak for the black man. And I, and I can't speak for the black man. I've seen, actually seen instances where black men get harassed for being black with my friends in the military, and it's just amazing to me. And, and until you've seen it, but obviously you can't live it unless you're a black man and to some lesser degree a black woman, and you can't speak for them. And that's why in this situation, I don't feel it's my right to, I can't say how a black man or woman should feel for this issue. Well, that's and right, and that's what makes what the owners did with their non-policy uh, offensive to me because they made a decision for black men without consulting the black man. Thank you for the call, Swabby. Good stuff. Let's go to Reggie in Westview. Reggie, you're on with Double I'm a M. big fan of uh, John Steigerwald. Um, I am too. Nice. All right. Um, I'm just calling because I want to know why you're so ridiculously fat. Well, I don't know, Mr. Stern. Why do you think I'm fat? I don't know. That's why I'm asking Okay, you. now you see, you thought you'd be funny. You're not. Now you've run out of material. I can I ask you a, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Why are you so ridiculously broke compared to me? Oh, you hung up because then the real issues came up. Bro, I'm doing just fine. Just fine. I mean, your grandmother complained about the weight the other night, but we put her on top and things were fine. And then she died and I laughed. 412-333-9939. Hey, my lovemaking skills are such, if you're over 80, there's a good chance you're not coming out alive. 412-333-9939. Don't forget, I'm at Schultz Ford in Harmerville on Monday, noon till 2, for the big Memorial Day sales event. There's free food, and I'm giving away Stage AE tickets. So come on in. I bet you fall in love with the free food, with the free tickets, with the Super Genius, and you get a great deal on a car, too. So see you at Schultz in Harmerville on Monday. Uh, at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about the concept of fake news as it applies to sports. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9. Uh, Joe Bartnick, the delightful comedian, 
from Pittsburgh and uh, co-host of the Puck Off podcast. Uh, I, I talked before about Bowsma's disease and hope that Mike Sullivan didn't catch it. And Joe Bartnick tweeted that Bowsma disease should be called disco fever. So from now on, it will be called exactly that disco fever. And if, if you missed when I talked about that, Bowsma was a good coach uh, in the earliest days of his tenure with the Penguins, as evidenced by the fact the Penguins won the Stanley Cup in 2009. But then he started to think he knew everything and that every decision he made was right. He very rarely had a plan B in terms of tactics uh, in a game or in a playoff series. And it fell apart a lot quicker than it should have because of Disco's hubris. Mike Sullivan has won two cups. He's done a great job. I can't tell you how much respect I have for his coaching acumen and for him as a man, but got to be careful you don't get into that same disease, that same rut, that same notion of thinking everything you decide is right merely because you decide it. And I think this Kessel situation is a litmus test for that because it would be easier for Sullivan if they traded Kessel. It would probably be better for the team if they didn't. That depends on Phil's attitude, his health, and if he keeps producing. I always did think Phil would have kind of a short shelf life here. He's done great. He's been successful. But, uh, you know, you got to sign Gensel to a long-term deal, I think, after next season. Can you afford to do that if you keep Phil? Because Gensel's much more important to this team long-term than Phil, maybe even short-term, as evidenced by the fact Gensel had a second straight unbelievable playoff. Let's go to Craig on the parkway. Craig, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Um, my question with, uh, let's see what your opinion is, on the uh, protest is I don't think it's genuine from a lot of the players who are protesting. How do you know that? Well, uh, my question has been, why don't okay, they Okay, okay, no, I'm not going to take what you said as an assumed fact. How how do you have any well, notion it's, that it's, it's not it's, a sincere protest? Because they're not doing it in the off-season. The only time they do it is... Doing it in the, the off-season? When the frig are they supposed to do it in the off-season? Oh, Mark, there is so much downtime in the NFL. When and where? Where would the platform be? A they, football game has 60,000 the people the there. No, bro, bro, shut up. Uh, shut up, Jabrock. Jabrock? What does that even mean? Chub Rock. Oh, your mother's a hooker. Oh, yeah, a five dollar hooker. A five dollar hooker. She does tandems with Man, your you wife. Ten it. bucks for the two of them. Oh, I could afford it and have and will yeah, tonight. Though, Me and the why, dog why, and why your mother and wife. Why Goodbye. Do... Yeah, they can do any off season. They go down to the gym where they work out and take a knee. What a friggin' a hole that guy was. What a friggin' a hole. For the love of God. Chabrock. What the frig? And by the way, if you give me crap, there's no boundaries of good taste coming back. Now, in this case, I know that guy's wife and mother, and they are hookers. And there's a dog act involved, but I, I won't hire that. I have some scruples. In 30 seconds, we're going to talk about fake news in sports, 105.9.